Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you want to find out more about our ministry, you can go to www.lifepouredoutintl.org. If you are new to the podcast, we have a new episode streaming every Monday and Thursday on charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can also download the Charisma Plus app, and we have hundreds of hours of content on there as well. You can go to Apple Podcasts, you can go to Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to to tap into that. And make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people. It just takes a few seconds and it will help us get this message and get the word out to more people around the world so they can be blessed blessed by the message of the gospel and they could be encouraged and they could be stirred and they could receive revelation and impartation through the podcast. And for those of you who are listening constantly week after week, I've gotten your text messages, your emails, um, my sincerest um, gratitude. Like you guys are amazing. You're such a blessing. Thank you so much for the encouraging words. Thank you for letting me know the testimonies that have been coming out from you listening to the podcast week after week. We're over 140 episodes now on Awakened Podcast. And so I am very, very grateful to you guys. Um, We have interviews every single week, as well as I have different teaching series. Just came out of a series at the beginning of the year on First Love Fire, a 10-part series there. We spoke about the fear of the Lord in a four-part series, um, starting a series in the Sermon on the Mount, going through the whole Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5 through 7. And so anyways, there's a lot of amazing content from, man, even you go into last year's shows, there's just so much on grace and operating in the Holy Spirit and the fullness of God and all of that. And so you'll definitely want to tap in there. It's free content. So it's there for you to receive from, glean from, so that you can strengthen your spirit, so that you could gain the revelation necessary to walk day by day with the Lord, in the Lord, by the Holy Spirit. And so today I have a guest on the show. She's a friend of mine. She's been on a few times with me when I was doing the Facebook Live um, format, Awaken Live, you know, several years ago. She's coming on for the first time on this new podcast version. Her name is Anna Warner. Many of you guys may know who she is. She resides in Kansas City. Her and her husband collectively, they've ministered in over 13 different nations. That may have even increased since I've, I pulled the bio, but they both were called by God for missions and ministry at a young age. Anna moves in the prophetic and in healing gifts. She's a seer and she teaches on seeing in the spirit, seeing the supernatural to churches and, and just different conferences and ministries all over the world. She is an author. She's always writing. We're going to be talking about one of her books today. She is a speaker. And so, Anna, thank you so much for joining me. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me, Michael. Again, I'm so excited to be here with you. <laughs> I love your ministry. Um, you're always releasing new books and materials. You're traveling, you're preaching, you're pouring out your life. And so you got, you just told me before we came on the show, how busy your schedule is. So I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. It's always great talking to you. Oh, of course, of course. And yes, I am in a season that is quite busy right now. I don't know if it's things are starting to lift. So travel is a little bit easier, but yep. even when with COVID, it was going on. I was still um, doing mentorship school. So it's a busy time, but it's good. God is breathing and moving and hey, we want to be part of where he's moving. So I'm excited and it's awesome. all good things. It's good to be busy for the kingdom of God, right? <laughs> That's right. Put our hand to the plow and not look back. Absolutely. And so yep. today we're going to be talking about a book that you just released not that long ago. Before we dive into that and talk a little bit about that, um, I always like to ask my guest how they first encountered the Lord. I love hearing God's stories. I love hearing how God captured people's hearts just because it gives us a little idea of who you are as a person and your story. And then I would love to dive into the topic. 
Yeah. So first encounter the Lord, you know, I was raised in um, a Christian, a Christian home. I was blessed to be raised with both Christian parents, um, which was amazing. But I, I would say that it wasn't, um, I grew up in the church and I just say that because I know people listening, you might have a story similar to me, but I grew up in the church, but I really made the decision to follow the Lord uh, when I was 14. And for myself, not for my family, not for my parents, mm-hmm. not because this is what I was taught. I made that decision. And um, I can share a little bit about that later. But but it was at that pivotal moment in my life that I really encountered God. Mm-hmm. And many of you might know my story as far as I, I encountered my very first angel when I was five years old. I saw an angel walk into my bedroom. And and then after that, um, there wasn't very much. But then when I was 14, the Lord really interjected himself into my life. And that's where I remember making decision to surrender my heart to God and give my whole life to him and my whole dreams, my whole vision, my whole purpose, where I thought I was going. I just gave it all to the Lord and just said, have your way. And I've never looked back. Um, from that moment. And that's when I really knew God as my, my best friend. And it radically changed my life. Mm-hmm. That moment extremely changed my life. I've never been the same. You'll never be the same when you give your heart to the Lord. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's good um, just to remember <laughs> what that was like. You know, we can go about our Christian walk. Let's be real. We can go about years and years in our walk with Jesus. But do you, and I remember when he first, when we first encountered the love of God and how wrecked, you know, for me, it just wrecked me when I really understood how much he loved me and he embraced me despite all my weaknesses. And that changed, like knowing the father heart of God changed my life. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes the Lord will just remind me that he'll like, I'll, I'll just flash on the memory of when, where I was at the very moment when I first encountered him. And I'll be like, wow, God, you still love me like that. You know, <laughs> it's a good, good just reminder, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's important for us to remember that. And for those who are listening right now and you may be thinking, wow, it's been forever since I felt a touch like that. Or man, I, I don't remember having an encounter with the love of God like like Anna speaking about right now. We just pray that God would open up your heart right now and that you would receive the love of God and you would experience him in a deeper way than you have ever experienced him before. And I just pray dreams, visions, encounters with the Lord Jesus because he is real. He is tangible. He is alive and he, and he wants to interact with us. He wants to reveal himself to us more than we want to encounter him and have him revealed. And so we just pray in Jesus name that the Lord encounter your heart in deeper ways. And so it, this, is, this is pivotal. His, his love is like a waterfall. It's constantly pouring out and we just need to open up our hearts and to remember and to receive. And so, man, I love that. Thank you for sharing that because yeah. I just I just came back off of a series on first love passion. I just believe God's doing that. He's drawn his bride back to that place of first love. And I think that this, this devotional that you wrote is going to be a huge key in people's life to even bring them yeah. back to that place of intimacy. And we could, we could dive into that, but you, you just released a book entitled Letters to the Unforgotten, God's Prophetic Love Letters to You. And I know you had an encounter with God that really um, kind of launched you writing this. And so tell us, tell us about that. 
Yeah, this this book wasn't on my agenda, if I would be honest. I have another book that I'm um, writing, actually, with Destiny Image, and I'm still writing it right now. My manuscript's not ready, um, mm-hmm. called Take the Land, and that's coming out uh, in the spring of 2020, 2022. I can't even say that. <laughs> 2022. I can't even say that. But okay, so it wasn't on my agenda. And um, I I had that book in my mind and okay, my outline and I'm, I'm hearing the Lord for that. And in walks Jesus in, into my office one day and um, his presence literally just, you know, he stops me anytime I encounter the Lord or or see him or, and, um, he walked in and I just put my pen down and, um, he said, Anna, I want you to write my letters to the unforgotten one. And, uh, I said, what now? (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds funny, but I was thinking, God, I'm already writing another book right now. And I said, like right now. And he said, no, right, right now, pick up your pen. And he said, people need to hear that I haven't forgotten them. You're going to write this for me. And he started to speak. And he just wrote as if, if, if you were to, to receive a letter from God in the mail, an envelope addressed in your name, love God, what would that letter say? And that's what he started to speak. And out of it came a hundred letters. And they're um, extremely prophetic. Um, but extremely um, personal. I can't explain how personal. Every time I go through this book, um, it brings me to tears because, goodness, can I hear um, God's heart pouring out for his people through each each letter. And it this occurred for a series. It was about three months that Jesus would. It, so just so you know, I didn't sit down and write this entire book in one day. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> that yeah. would be a supernat what you call a supernatural download. Yeah. Um, but this was a supernatural download over the course of time. And it was about three months that I would either encounter hearing the voice of God. So we we everyone hears or encounters God differently. So sometimes I would see Jesus walk into my office for a split second and then I would hear his voice and he would say, write this down and I would, you know, write it down. Other times I would um, physically with my own eyes see the words written out in front of me like I was looking. Now, I am a seer, um, and you can go and research what that is from my own website, but I can see things. God opens my eyes to physically show me stuff. So I would see words and just write them down. Or other times I would hear his voice. I was driving in my car or something with my kids, and I would get out my phone, (laughs) the voice app, and just speak out what I was hearing and record it. Yeah. I just want to say this too, because I think this, um, there's many people that perhaps don't know the Lord. They're unbelievers, don't know the Lord. And I know they're going to pick this book up and be extremely touched. Um, As I was writing the book, another thing happened where I began to see the people I was writing to. Every page, the Lord would show me an image who I was writing to. And so I know that some of the people are in rough walks right now, rough time seasons mm-hmm. in their life because I saw them. But also, um, you can go years 
growing up in the church, knowing the Lord, but still feel forgotten by him. That's right. you, it could be, you could be 40 years in your walk with the Lord, but still struggle with God. Do you, do you even care? Do you see me? Do you hear me? Because I, don't, I can't even hear your voice right now. Where are you, God? And I think at a core, we all wrestle with that. Um, throughout different seasons we walk through is where are you, God? Can I, I can't hear you right now. Um, but God wants you to know that he hasn't forgotten about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you got to love how God divinely disrupts us <laughs> sometimes and the spontaneity of being led by the spirit when you're truly yielded to God and how he comes in and he disrupts what we're doing and he brings his agenda. And um, I just, you know, it's so beautiful and the fruit is incredible. You know, you never know what's on the other side of your obedience. It's something that I say a lot, but when Jesus comes in and he speaks you to do something, it's usually, there's usually some things you got to move around. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not always comfortable. It's not always uh, expected, but there's always um, such amazing fruit that comes from it. And I've been reading through your book and it is, um, it's beautiful. You could sense the presence and the touch of God on it. Um, And so kind of going into this, you know, reading through the book, when you were when you were getting these downloads from the Lord in different ways, how was there a theme? Is there a theme that you would like to share? Like this God kept sharing on these few things because this is majorly on his heart. Like when readers pick up this book, will they notice a theme? Like is this, you know, like what should they expect when picking it up in terms of like what's on God's heart and what he was really emphasizing continually? Yeah, I think that there um there's not one consistent, okay, every single letter is about this one thing. But I would say throughout, um, if you would look at it, sewn throughout the book, because I, as I went back through, I had to go through and edit because I make mistakes in my writing with comments. Luckily, when Jesus speaks, it's not hard to edit, right? You yeah. don't have much to edit out, but it's like all I had to do is fix my spelling. It's mistakes. the grammar, but, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there is this, there is this um, common theme. So I'm going to read you one of them. Yes, So you're actually going to hear this for yourself. Um, It says, don't bow to fear. I make no mistake. Everything has been leading up to this very moment in which you find yourself. Victory is just around the corner. Don't bow to fear. Don't bow to discouragement. This is your moment. You were made for this. And then I wrote the verse, yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this, which is that of Esther 4.14. Right now, um, and sown throughout this book, there is quite this theme of you are made for this time and this season right now. Mm. Do not be afraid. Do not, even though you may not see clearly, you may not be able to know exactly how to navigate this. This might not be something you have done before. Um, I, God, so when I say I, I'm saying God, is in this. He has purposed you and placed you exactly where you are for this very moment, for this very time, for this very season. And um, I see that sown throughout the book. Um, And I want to say that because especially right now, many of us as a body of Christ are in such huge transition. This is a major transition. Um, season, and we're having to find our peace in the new rhythm. And it's like, 
it's often easy to find the peace of God when it's like all been established, right? Like you like say you move to a new location, new house, and you're like, okay, where's the peace? Okay, once I unpack and I get organized and everything, then I can find the peace and like find the peaceful flow for my family. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the thing: most of us are like in that transitionalness, and God's like, find me, find your purpose, find where I'm taking you, even though you can't. It's not all clear yet. Um, with there's the scripture comes to mind in, in Mark four when um, we all know it when when the disciples were in the boat with Jesus and the huge storm comes and it mm-hmm. says the waves were breaking over the boat. Yeah. Um, so this doesn't like a little storm and and I just speak that because someone on here you're listening to this and this is where you are right now. Um, you're like it's like. God, I don't know if I could take one more thing in my life. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure. about to break, you know. Sure. And um, the the thing is, the boat was filling up, so it's like, okay, it, there literally is it's a hopeless situation. And the disciples go to Jesus, and Jesus is sleeping, which always bothered me when I read that. I just like, <laughs> come on, why do you sleep? You know. And so, hopefully, I'm not the only one who sees that, but he's. <laughs> asleep on the cushion, right? And they wake him up. And here's the thing they approach him with the very first thing, teacher, do you not care? Do you not care that we're perishing? And you know what? I, and of course, he gets up, he rebukes the storm, he says, hush, be still. Do you still have no faith? Listen, you who's hearing this right now, God, I want to speak to you. God absolutely cares even in your storm, even when you can't see clearly, even in this weird place of transition, you're finding yourself where it's like, I'm struggling to hold my peace and my ground. God so cares. And he's raising us up to be in a place of faith. Even Mm -hmm. when we can't see, we can't hear, but we can rest and trust. Even when there's, you know, like we're having to navigate through new waters. God is so present and he's so in it. He hasn't left you alone. He's going to show you the way, but he's, I do believe he is building us up to trust him in a new level right now. Yeah, I agree. And like, even right now with the eyes of my heart, I keep seeing the word hope being spelled out. And I believe that God is just Mm -hmm. breathing hope into the hearts of his people. And I believe that when people grab a copy of letters to the unforgotten, that they're going to get that, that, purpose is going to be reignited in their heart. You know, um, in the past year and a half, three years, you know, there's just been regardless. I know 2020 hit a lot of people differently going to 2021. All the problems didn't just go away. And, um, you know, people had to, like you said, there, there's transition. They're learning to navigate different waters, hardships, experience that come out of that. And so, you know, a lot of people probably put some of their dreams um, on hold or to the side and they've been through different seasons and times where they've had to grieve or they've had to, you know, maybe pick up some kind of different job or maybe church looked a lot different than it did before. Maybe traveling, maybe they were doing missions and different things were closed up and whatever, whatever it may look like. I just know that God is reigniting purpose in the hearts of his people. And that's why I feel like this resource is incredible. It's not just a resource. It's a, it's a prophetic devotional. It's, it's the words of God. God into the heart of his people saying like, come on, my bride, draw near and I, you know, keep, you know, 
put your eyes back on me. I still have this for you. It's I haven't withdrawn. I haven't you know taken my calling and my purpose away from me. Now is your time. Rise up. And so I just I just see hope being spelled out. That God is pouring hope into mm-hmm. the hearts of His people. Don't don't give up. Keep looking at me. Keep moving forward. Um, and so it's beautiful. And you know mm-hmm. I love how you couple the Word of God in here. Um, how you have this yeah. this prophetic um, declaration and God speaking to his people. And then you always, with every single letter, there is a scripture coupled with that. Because with prophetic ministry, we need to make sure that, you know, the word of God is confirming and complementing what the prophetic word is. And so there's just so much power in the written word. Mm-hmm. I love how you I love how you did that. And I kind of want to talk for a few minutes on the importance of the word and why you felt like that was because the prophetic and the word need to go together, the written word. Right. I I feel like it's so important that we're not just seeking God in terms of um, just like a crazy experience or encounter, which all of those things are wonderful. When God physically touches you, you feel the fire, the glory. Um, But also we need to be encountering the Lord in his daily word, Mm -hmm. reading the word, knowing the word, repeating the word. And um because then when you have an experience, when you and I have an experience and you question, well, was that me or was that God or was that the enemy, right? Mm-hmm. From years of having dug into his word, we can know his character. Mm-hmm. We can go back to the word and stay on the word and say, well, this experience does match the God that I read about, the Jesus that I read about in, in the Bible yeah. or this doesn't seem right. This doesn't match Jesus. This seems off. This can't, this, this wasn't really God. So we have, because there are counterfeits, so we have to base everything in the word of God. And I, I felt important to to stream the word of God all throughout this book, because um, what's been interesting, Michael, is, is that as I wrote this, I also saw a few people that were behind bars Mm. and, um, like prison cells. And after I got done writing it, the Lord said, I want you to take hundreds of these and just throw them into prison. And so I've actually donated hundreds of copies of my book into prisons across America. And there's inmates that I've, I'm getting testimony after testimony right now that are doing devotional studies out of the book. They're reading the prophetic word and then they're going to the chapter in the Bible that, you know, the scripture that's there and they're studying it in, in group settings together in prison cells. So I'm seeing this move of God through this, these letters, which is mm, just awesome. exciting because they're getting excited about the word of God, yes. which is awesome. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just a prophetic word to the heart, which is special and beautiful in its own right, but it is the written word of God that grounds us, knowing the word sets us free. And so especially getting in the hands of inmates in prison, having them um, not just receive from the prophetic word, but also to get grounded in the written word, which is inspired by God, his His word that is living and active and sharper than a double-edged sword. The world may pass away, but the Lord, his word will last forever. His word will endure forever. And so Anyways, that's awesome. And so this is volume, it says volume one on the book. Should we expect more volumes here in the future? Or what are your thoughts with that? <laughs> I know. It's funny. Um, did Ross ask me that too? Because um, he wrote an endorsement <laughs> for the book and he asked me, why did you put volume one? And I was like, I wasn't planning on that. I literally thought that's it. And as I went to go um, 
send it to the printer, the Lord stopped me. And he said, you need to put volume one. There'll be more to come. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I put volume one on there. I don't have a volume two right now in the works, but I know God does because I saw in a vision of volume two and volume three. So I was like, okay, I know there's going to be more. I can't tell you when that's going to be released because I'm not even, it's not even on my radar right now. I'll wait for Jesus to walk back in my office and then I'll birth the next one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that's kind of how that happened. That wasn't in in my plan. That was, you know, if Jesus says, do this, I'm going to do it. I just, I have, that's how I am. I'm like, okay, Mm. I'll obey you, God. Absolutely. Um, I want to say this though to people listening, you know, we can't overlook sometimes though the power of a prophetic word and the impact it can make on someone's life. That's right. Um, There's many times when I was newly walking in as uh, prophesying over people where I would get a word or see something, a picture for someone, and I felt so scared or intimidated to go share with them, you know, because I, I thought, oh, I don't know. Like, I just was so wrapped up in me. I was like, I'm scared. I don't know. What if I'm wrong? And But listen, if you can release that word, sometimes it can have the most impact. So just one prophetic word, you never know how God will use that word to intervene into someone's life. Um, Mm -hmm. like I mentioned when I was 14 and I really accepted the Lord into my life, it was all through, I I can all relate it back to prophetic word. I was in Mexico. I was a missionary. I was on my very first missions trip as, um, a new Christian Mm -hmm. and we're there. And I remember that night, there was a big worship night and there's thousands of just young youth out there. And we were like living in tents in the dirt. And this girl got up on stage and she said, I don't, she's one of the leaders. She's like, I don't even know if this fits tonight's program. This isn't like a normal thing we do, but I really hear God saying something and I just have to release it. And you could tell like doing the prophetic wasn't like a norm. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like, I'm really uncomfortable with this, but I feel like I have to, cause you know, it's God if you have to. And she just literally started prophesying and the word she gave was like that she was speaking to me. It was like, God Hand, it's like the hand of God pointed at me in the crowd of thousands of people and pulled me out. And she called out exactly where I was in the season of my life. And then at the end, she said, I just want to, I feel like God saying there's an invitation for you. You were called to full-time ministry. There is a destiny over you to be in full-time ministry and God's calling you out right now. Mm. And she said, stand up if that's you. And I remember that word opened up for me. I heard the voice of God for the first time. And God said, that's you. Anna, that's you. Mm. And that was the very first time I heard the voice of God. And I stood up and I remember I was in a time where I was really insecure. I was 14. I was new in my walk. And here I am standing up in front of thousands of people. But I stood up and the presence of God fell on me. And I was radically shook and under the presence of God. And from that point forward, I just said, God, I w- I'm called. I'm laying down everything of my destiny and purpose that I have planned. And I want you and I want to be full time. Like I'm sold out for you, God. And that was a pivotal moment in my life. Um, so when I wrote this book, I thought, God, I literally laid hands on every single book. And I just said, God, I pray that even just one letter 
would radically shift someone's life so that they find him, they find God, they find his presence, they find his heart for them, and it rewrites their destiny. That's, mm. that's my prayer through this book. And I even sewed in the back, I, I wrote um, just a prayer. If you don't know the Lord and you pick it up, um, how you can accept, you know, just the acceptance prayer of, of mm-hmm. um, asking Jesus into your heart. Because I'm hoping people will purchase it and give it to their lost family mm-hmm. members or whoever, and they get an encounter with the real living God. Yeah. Absolutely. I, man, I love that. The prophetic has such an incredible impact on our heart. And I truly believe that when people grab a copy of this book and there's, you know, there, there's wind on it, the Holy Spirit is on it, the words are from heaven. And when people read these words, they'll encounter the heart of God. But not only that, it will begin to open up a conversation between them and the Lord. I love that part of your story, how, and it, you know, the minister, you know, prophesied and it was, it was for you, but then at the same time, it opened up a conversation between you and the Lord, then the Lord spoke and then it was accompanied with his presence. Yeah. And so I really just pray that for those who grab a copy of this book, that it would, it would impact your heart uh, in a significant way, but then it would also open up your spiritual ears and the, and the, and the eyes of your, your, your spiritual eyes, your spiritual ears, so you're able to hear from God in a greater way. And I just want to say that, you know, Anna, she is, she is a prophet. She hears from the Lord. She is a seer. But at the same time, every single believer can hear the voice of God clearly. Um, accurately. God wants to minister to all of his people. God wants us to hear him. God wants us to commune with him. God wants us to experience his presence. God wants us to minister his presence. God wants us to, to minister to a lost world, his word. He wants to flow through us. And this is, it's real, it's tangible, it's alive. And so anyway, Anna, thank you for being a um, example of that. Thank you for being a picture of that. You know, God raises up prophets to teach the body of Christ how to hear the voice of God. And you do that in so much of your ministry. And so tell us how, because I know you have so many other resources that teach people to hear the voice of God. Tell us about some of those resources, because I feel like there's people that are like, wow, Anna hears from God. Look at look at all these encounters she's had, and they want to learn how to engage with God in that manner as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, you can go to my website, which is honorwarner.org, and look at some of the um, resources there, things I've written. But my first book, The Seer's Path, I wrote all about the seer anointing. So if you find yourself where God speaks to you, a seer is really a prophet that gets revelation from God through the gift of sight. So you see things, you see pictures, you see images. God speaks to you that way. Um, I wrote that book, and it's such a great resource. It's It's got really practical applications in it, so you can do it, and the seer realm can be really opened for you. But it's biblically grounded because we want to be in the Word of God. We want our a spiritual eyes and our heart to be open to things that are of God, right? So um, that's there as well as I wrote Seeing Behind the Veil, which is a, a book of heaven encounters. If you're interested in heaven encounters, um, I have a lot of parents actually read them to their kids at night, and then the kids have prophetic dreams, which is awesome. So good. <laughs> Yet kids are Kids are just getting blasted and having experiences Um, as well. I um, wrote a book called The Warrior's Dance, which is all about spiritual warfare. Um, Anybody ever feel like they're in warfare or is it just me? (laughs) I think we can all relate to being in spiritual warfare at some point, but there's um, 
the Lord really took me through a journey of just um, how we can have the posture of dancing through warfare, that we're not a victim to the attacks of the enemy, but we are victorious ones. So I have a lot of resources. I encourage you just to go um, check it out on my website. I do a mentorship program as well. That's a month long mentorship online um, for the seer anointing. And um, as of today, I have mentored over 1700 seers around the world. And I love, love, love mentoring people. I, I, I feel that God gave me this gift so that I can equip and mentor others in it so that we can all better the, the body of Christ really. So um, all of those resources you can go to on my website, follow all the places that I'm speaking at. I can't even think right now because I'm traveling so much <laughs> in the next two months. <laughs> I was thinking, where can I say I'm going? And I'm like, I don't know, New York, Arizona, um, Virginia, Pittsburgh. I'm just all over the place. But yeah. it's, it's good. God yeah. is good. Absolutely. And so, well, that's the purpose of the fivefold to um, instruct the body, to equip the body to operate in the same giftings and abilities so that we could grow up to mature in Christ and operate in the fullness. And so um, that is definitely what you are doing. And so for those who are tuning in, if you want to go to her website, it's honorwarner.org. Um, her link, a link will be right in the description section below. No matter where you're watching, there's a description section and the link will be there for you to click on it so you can access it easily. And so, man, thank you so much, Anna, for joining me today on the podcast. It's always a joy to speak to you. Powerful. I, th I think everyone should grab a copy of this book. Oh, thanks, Michael. Thank you for having me. And <laughs> and uh, just it's a blessing to just speak encouragement to those of you listening now. And I just pray the Lord would um, open your spiritual eyes and your ears to hear Him clearly. And um, just I pray for the clarity of the Lord now to fall on you right now, yes. right in the midst of whatever season Thank you're you. in, His clarity to come and His peace to flow in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Grab a copy of Letters to the Unforgotten, God's Prophetic Love Letters to You at, at AnnaWarner.org. Again, thank you, Anna. So awesome. Can't wait to talk to you again. Thanks, Michael. Have a good day. <laughs> so cool. For those who are listening right now, thank you so much for tuning in to Awaken Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they could be blessed and they could be encouraged and awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bless you guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Let me tell you about this amazing online store, The Hope Filled Journey. Um, they'll definitely want to check that out today. Michelle and Renee Torres, they started up an online store in obedience to the Holy Spirit in the midst of a crazy year, full-time jobs, raising four small children. They stepped out in faith and God is honoring it every step of the way. It's www.thehopefilledjourney.com. This is where you'll find extraordinary products, clothes, fashion accessories, jewelry, and more. You'll be able to find amazing clothes for spring, handmade jewelry. Their goal is to inspire faith through, the, through their product line as well as high quality in all they do and produce. Check it out. It's the hopefilledjourney.com. And also, if you today, if you go, well, you have a promo code AWAKEN, promo code AWAKEN. If you go to the website, you can get 25% off of all full priced items and all orders over $60 will ship free. 
And so that's 25% off today, all full price items. And any orders, $60 or more, will ship free. And so make sure to go to the website that is www.thehopefilledjourney.com and make sure to use promo code AWAKEN.